Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. And I was, this will be of somewhat interest to the Goop Yourself listeners. I was going to order honeybee chicken last night after my tennis lesson because I get super hungry and they have closed up shop in Silver Lake. Yeah, just you don't know what you got till it's gone. It really was becoming one of my favorite, like, you know, takeout in the rotation when I wanted, you know, something sort of greasy and fast food like, but not super unhealthy. I was like, oh, vegan uh, chicken or vegan burgers. And now they got kicked out of their space. Apparently, they opened up on they well, they're still in the Colony Ghost Kitchen with Goop Kitchen. But they also yeah. opened up a place um, on La Brea, which is just too far. Like, I'm never going to go there to get vegan chicken. So. Not just to get one thing, no. a vegan chicken. Yeah, I actually, I'm part of the problem because I definitely never once went to Honeybee. Actually, no, never once went there. I, when they were in Los Feliz, which they haven't been there for a while anyway, but when they, yeah, were- they keep bopping around, something's fishy because they've, they've moved locations so many times now in a weird way. You're the only person I know who like likes it and goes there all the time. I don't know anyone else who like ever even talks about it. I consider, I thought it was like one of the most popular restaurants in LA just based on their social media presence and their sort of ambition of like, they're like, we want to be the next Shake Shack. We're going to open thousands of franchises. We're going to take over the world. But I, think I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't feel like the really popular restaurants in LA do say things like that. That's true. <laughs> you know, every also, time you order a sandwich, we're going to give you the opportunity to invest $500 in our business and other places don't do I that. Mean, I mean, they, no, I've never seen that in my, in my life, but, um, 
the reason that I've never gone is just because the first time I almost went, this was a long time ago, their only option for like a side were sweet potato tots and you yes. couldn't get regular ones. And then under the reason that they had sweet potato only, they were like, we just kind of feel like it's healthier, but there's no real reason that it actually is. It's just like, we think it kind of seems healthier. Like they just admitted that. And I thought, this is not a place I want to go to. Well, they've rectified that situation because now you can get regular potatoes or sweet potatoes. You still can't decide whether you want fries or tots. You have to get frots. You have to get a combo. Um, I mean, I guess I'm just too much of a capitalist pig and I want what I want when I want it. And I'm like, I also am a person who doesn't particularly care for tater tots. Really? How do you not like tater yeah. tots are one of the world's most, most perfect foods, I think. I mean, I can see like it's the kind of thing where like I'll put one in my mouth and have this like addictive response where I want to keep putting them in my mouth because I'm like enjoying the sensation of like the textures <laughs> and the like explosion of salt and fat. But it's not the same thing as like true like culinary pleasure. It's like mm -hmm. an addictive response and I, I'm miserable the entire time I'm doing it. It's kind of like a Lay's potato chip or something. Like I'll just keep on eating it, but I don't want to be eating. Even from the first bite, I'm like, I don't need this. This is doing nothing for me, but I always go back to it. It's just something that I don't need. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's just a starch fry. and fat. I mean, a French fry, I will like crave a French fry and like really enjoy a French fry, but I don't, I guess, I think it's a texturing. It kind of hurts my mouth. Huh. They're always overly salted and too greasy. Yeah. Eh, I, I, I think I just I I mean, don't need them. If I'm going out to a place and I have a choice of sides, I will almost always choose fries, but like for take for takeout, I feel like tater tots travel better and stay warm longer than french fries. So I would usually order tater tots for takeout. I just asked if I you thought they were an american thing. Oh. Yeah, I think they are an Amer I mean, they're to me, they're very nostalgic. I think the first time I ever had them was like school lunches. Mm -hmm. I, I sort of almost think that they were, well, this might not be correct, but that they were originally like originally made for school lunches. And then they broke out into the wider public because of it, their popularity in school lunches. It does feel that way. The other thing about tater tots is like, if you want like a crunchy potato side with minimal effort, it's definitely better to get frozen tater tots than frozen fries and like put them in your oven. Oh yeah. I, a tater tot that you make at home tastes the exact same as a tater tot from the restaurant. That's the thing. Yeah. They're, uh, fries have a higher upside, like a homemade great fry, but have a lower downside too. Tater tots. I mean, cause all, I don't know that there is a restaurant that like makes their own tater tots. I think every, they're always from frozen. I'm sure there's some asshole yeah, out there sure. bragging about his tater tots, but maybe the honeybee guy makes, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, I mean, who knows? Well, you have to make sure they're hundred percent vegan. You have you know? to, um, he seems like he would. But now I feel like there's even a greater urgency to get one of those colony ghost kitchens on the east side so we can have yeah. Goop Kitchen and Honeybee. So I can have Goop Kitchen and Honeybee. I don't really care about anyone else. I just care about me. 
you know where they should put it they should put it in that like awful thing in echo park where the chipotle is doesn't that seem like a place that a ghost kitchen would be oh yeah 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 when they put that in i was so pissed i was like this is so disgusting but now i'm like well if it's there i might as well put a ghost kitchen in it yeah there's a ghost kitchen uh right by the americana because like whenever i look at delivery apps there's always like 12 different things right at some weird fake address on broadway in glendale they could put I feel like the ghost kitchens in on the east side are like really weird they're like fuck me pizza <laughs> or like lick my ass noodles like it's all like these gross like sexual like double entendres or not even and it's like and then the food, I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Like, it's not something that, it's not like, oh, this is a restaurant or a brand that I've heard of. It's just no. like, I don't know who's doing it. And it's just really disturbing. It's Yeah, it's a little, it's a little sketchy. Because at least, I mean, as we know, because we've been there, the Colony Ghost Kitchen is like, you can walk in, you can see a menu, like it's a real place. Yeah, it's a real ghost kitchen. It is a real ghost kitchen. Uh, well... If you're listening, honeybee guy, I mean, he knows, he knows he wants to expand all over. So I'm sure he wants to come back, come back over here. Yeah, when he we can. Want you back, honeybee guy. I never got to try you. Mm, I mean, if you're, uh, if you're on the Brea, I guess you'll be I'm able on to the Brea it. more than you. My parents live kind of around Oh, there. that's true. Yeah. Oh, and your mom's vegan. She would love it. And my mom's vegan. And also that's where I go get my nails done and where I'm going to go later today. Oh, so you're gonna go. be right there and then you might uh come to see a movie with me very close to la brea afterwards so you could get some honeybee before that i could i potentially i could hmm. look this whole day is rolling out in front of me and it's <laughs> but that that is a potential possibility uh what else is new on the dock as they say in the world of goop um wait I don't know. Like, what was I just going to say? I don't even know. I've got literally nothing to say. I'm planning a vacation that's like slightly goopy, but not really. You're going to one of many wine countries in California. Yes. I'm going to the closest one in to LA, I believe that I'm going to like Santa Barbara County wine country. Uh, we're going to stay in Solvang. We're going to go wine tasting in Los Olivos. Los Olivos, I think, actually. We're going to be all around those places. We're going to go where Sideways was. That'll be Side- fun. You should um, drive through Montecito and see how the construction's coming along. Yeah, I should. I While I'm at it, I should just, like, fucking stalk Gwyneth Paltrow. Although, I'm not sure if she's there. No, I think she's still in Amagansett uh, for... At least through Labor Day, I imagine. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I don't know. I've never really done this. I've never really been to this little part. I've been up to Paso Robles, which I believe is how you're actually supposed to say it, although it sounds wrong. Paso Robles? Yeah. Oh, I always say Robles, but. I always do too. Yeah, I guess the, the more anglicized the pronunciation, the more authentic it is to real uh Californians. Well, I just heard that's like how you're actually supposed to, I don't know. Paso Robles. Anyway, I've been up there and it's great. I've been up to like Yountville and stuff. That's obviously great. Sure. Um, but this will be my first time. Uh, like 
I've been through this little like Santa Barbara wine county or wine country, Santa Barbara, what the fuck is it called? The Santa Inez Valley. I've been through it, yeah. but I've never like stayed there and gone to the vineyard and stuff. Yeah, I've never, I mean, I've been to, you know, obviously Santa Barbara and they have the little, they have, it's called the funk zone, which is all of the, <laughs> it's such a stupid name, but it's all their like tasting rooms in Santa Barbara from the wineries in the Santa Inez Valley. And yeah. uh, I, last time I was there, I bought a bottle of wine owned by a winery or from a winery owned by Pink. Wow. It was pretty good. It's pretty good. Um, what's Pink's winery called? I totally don't remember. Uh, it was just like a pretty standard Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, but yeah, we walked into the tasting room and we had no idea it was owned by Pink. That's how she gets it. I, oh, there was one little piece of Gwyneth news. Remember how her New York childhood apartment was up for sale last year? Yeah. Well, now her real childhood house in Brentwood is up for sale. Oh my God. Listed at 3.195, 3. which I think is sort of a steal for Brentwood. I think. Three bedroom, two bath. It looks like, you know, typical, you know, not a mansion, just like a typical house for your ultra rich, um, movie producer and stage actress raising two beautiful children God. somewhere along the line i made some bad choices <laughs> you know what i mean um you know yeah there's nothing about it on her instagram which is what i'm looking at right now no it was just uh, on it was like some celebrity real estate website and they don't even i think for these celebrity houses they don't even like link to the listing because they don't i don't think they want people to know what the address is so i would actually have to like do some research on sotheby's or any or something to like figure out what the actual address is um and it's also not like the house that she like her family like um like they don't still own it right no 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 this is the house that they lived in like so gwyneth moved to new york or i guess the whole family moved to new york when she was a teenager so this was the house she lived in as a child in Brentwood, owned by uh, Bruce and Blythe, I assume. I see. But no, she hasn't lived there for what you know, thirty-five, forty years. Yeah, and it's not, and they're not the ones who are selling it. No, 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 no. Her mother isn't selling. No, it. no. Yeah, her mom. I think I mean, she still lives in in the area, though. That to me, that just seems like a little bit overkill like do we really need to know like this is the house where Gwyneth Paltrow lived when she was a little girl like she's not like Hans Christian Anderson or something <laughs> like I feel like like there are like blacks outside of like certain houses and it'll be like Ernest Hemingway lived here yeah for, like or something like that well, I think it's I mean it's not to that extent but it is it is like a selling point from the real estate company's point of view of, of like a, like an anecdote. If you show the house to someone, you say, Oh, by the way, you know, the Paltrow's lived here. And like, I could see that's, someone that's who's looking in Brentwood, you know, looking at all these beautiful three to $4 million houses. And they're like, Oh, should we get, I mean, that would like, that would be a fun thing to say at cocktail parties. Oh, like, you know, this used to be Gwyneth's bedroom. Right. For sure. No, I can see that. I would definitely, if I lived in Gwyneth Paltrow's childhood home, I would definitely brag about it. I mean, in LA, like all, all, I feel like all of those sort of like Hollywood Hills homes will say like, oh, you know, Mary Pickford lived here or like Joan Bennett or whoever you're like, okay, yeah, it's sure. like a fun little anecdote. 
no, it's cool if like a celebrity used to live in your house. Either that or a murder victim. It's one of the two in LA. Or a suspected murderer. Exactly. We've got a lot of stuff going on out here. Um, Oh, the other big news. So I ordered, okay. So last week I ordered both the super metabolism boosting powder. Oh, you did? Yeah. And I ordered the new poop powder. Oh my God. Wow. You really are on powder. And they only sent me so far the metabolism powder. They didn't send me the poop. I think the poop powder I ordered literally before it came on the market. I got that original or I saw like on Instagram. It was like the first story was like pre-order it now. And I like immediately did. And you were like, yes, ma'am. So I haven't gotten that yet, but I did receive the metabolism super boosting powder yesterday. Um, I've tried it twice. I tried it yesterday before my tennis lesson. Uh, and then I tried it again this morning as directed. I made like a smoothie with it. Mm-hmm. So first, I mean, this is the latest in the long line of goop super powders that taste absolutely disgusting. Okay. This might be the worst. I mean, well, it's not the worst one because the fish marine collagen one will always be the worst one because it tastes it's like the worst fish. Thing I've ever seen in my life. This though is it's not as gag inducing because you know, there's not fish in it, but it is, it's so bitter. It's so, it, it honestly reminds me of like when you're like a teenager and you're um, eating like magic mushrooms mm-hmm. and you have to sort of like put them a bunch in your mouth. Yeah. Put a, yeah. On like a cracker or like swig a bunch of orange juice. Yeah. Peanut butter. It's like to that level of, of, of just sort of bitter medicinal. I mean, it tastes like poison. Okay. And they try to mask it with like chocolate is the purported flavor that the powder has. So the first time I tried it, I just put the powder in water and I sort of have like a pure exactly. of it. like, um, you know, a control group and I gagged it down pretty easily, even though it was, it was gross. And I have to say, I mean, I don't know what it did, but I wasn't as, I wasn't as tired after tennis last night than I was the week before. So it could have done something. Interesting. I feel like, don't you have to do it like every day for like a week or something? It seems like you would have to do it with some consistency. Maybe. I mean, and they also say it's not a stimulant. So I don't think you're supposed to like feel anything. Okay. Um, even though it has, I mean, it has that keto DHEA, which is that like hormone replacement thing that I take anyway. And then it also has, uh, what is that fuck? put into I bought the like Chinese powder and I put into my own pills oh right I think it has some of that in it too ashwagandha Mm, it's not ashwagandha let's see um it's one of it's it's one of those uh like what are they called um what's oh Jesus Christ Uh, I can't think of the name uh those powders that people like the moon juice does them too. Never mind. I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's like the, the, the overall word for all of those things. I've no adapt adaptogens. No- yes. That's the word I'm thinking of anyway. Okay. Sorry. Um, so this has DHEA, holy basil and cinnamon. I guess it doesn't have whatever ro- rosacea. I don't remember what it was called. Whatever the thing that I used to eat was, um so yeah. oh yeah i don't know what it was rodeola that's what rodeola. it was rodeola Woo, my brain 
No, no, no. Uh, so there is, I don't believe, let's see. Cinnamon, holy basil, seven keto DHEA, natural. Okay, so those are the only active ingredients. And then there's cocoa powder, uh, stevia, monk fruit, monk fruit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, it doesn't have rhodiola. Anyway, it was disgusting. In the smoothie I made this morning, it was almost more disgusting because it like took longer to, to drink it. And this is the, the exact smoothie recipe that they put on the box. So you do like almond milk, uh, water, frozen, well, they said frozen strawberries. I only had frozen mixed berries. And then they said, put a quarter of an avocado in. I just put like a, a spoonful of peanut butter instead. And then some vanilla protein powder. It's, I thought, oh, this will mask the flavor. It absolutely did not mask the flavor. It was just as disgusting as always. Yeah, that sounds like shit. It's really good. But I'm going to have to try it. I mean, like, I'm going to try it for the effects and see how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. It's like, if you're supposed, like, you only get 15 pouches for $55. So I don't, it's just not feasible to do this every day, like, unless you're going to spend $55 every two weeks on this shit, which is insane. Well, there's only, I mean, that's kind of like the thing that's like so annoying about like all wellness stuff. It's like, and this does kind of make it to my list because there's, it's like never ending. And you're like, oh my God, I need all of this stuff or I'm not going to be a complete person. And it's like, it never ends. Like they can always come up with another fucking thing. And it's like, at the end of the day, I mean, I hope that no one out there is spending like a thousand dollars a month on supplements to drink every morning. I mean, I'm sure some people are. Yeah. I'm sure some people are, but like, it's just, it's just like, it's just, it's never ending. I don't know. No. And like, so all, all of these things, I mean, I probably only am trying it in the first place because we have this podcast and I want something to talk about, yeah. but like, I, I mean, even if I did see some results, whatever, I don't even know what the results would be. I guess like losing weight. Like, is that what it's supposed well, to like, do? If you're trying to lose weight and then the weight was coming off easier. Yeah. Know? But like, sorry, I also ate. I mean, I had one of these, I played two hours of tennis. Great. But then I ate a giant Nashville hot chicken sandwich and fries and a Dr. Pepper right before I went to bed. So like, I don't care how much this metabolism is being boosted. It's not, it's not work. It's not doing anything. Well, well, you know what they say, can't outrun your fort. That is absolutely true. And I don't want to. No, me neither. I'm running towards the fort. Embrace the fort. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, that's my little update. Again, buyer beware. I don't think this does much. It also tastes absolutely vile. So I wouldn't, I would only say order this if you're like a true Goop super fan and you sort of want to try everything that Goop does. But this is not for the, this is not for the faint of heart. I'm going to try it. I just like, you know, one thing led to another. And I just didn't, I mean, I just bought a shit ton of stuff. Like I just spent so much money on the goop during that fucking sale, sure. the like goop glow sale or whatever it was. I do still believe in the goop glow though. The drink, the goop like, glow tastes I, great. It tastes great. And I also feel like it makes me better. Like as a human, yeah. I don't know why, but like, I just do trust that one. I think that it tasting good is an important aspect of it. Cause like, it lifts your spirits to drink mm -hmm. something that's like citrusy and nice and like is good for you. Yeah. You look forward to it. You like this. I, I mean, if I really was like, Oh, I really want to lose weight and I really think this is going to help, you know, I would 
force myself to drink it every day. But it's never, this is never something that I would look forward to drinking. I mean, maybe I'll try it. I mean, I'm going to get it and I'll try it and we'll see. Yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if anyone's had mushrooms, they'll know sort of the, the, the genre of flavor that this is going for. I, yeah. I mean, I do feel like my metabolism has slowed down a lot. Sure. Um, but you know, I 36, like, doesn't that just kind of happen? I don't know. Well, I, I thought so, but then I read some study. I feel like, you know, how the New York times will have these like weird little health studies every once in a while for clicks. Yeah. They said that it's actually a old wives tale that your metabolism slows down as an adult like you just get like fired and fat i guess like your metabolism does slow down like up until the age of about i think they said like 22 and then it basically stays the same until you're about 60 and then it slows down more after 60 but between 10 22 and 60 supposedly there's no excuse for why you might be gaining weight seriously because i mean i used to lose weight like really easily like I used to lose weight whenever I wanted, like, I could just like, I was like fucking Christian Bale and like the machinist or whatever. Like I could just, whenever I want, I could like transform my body at the blink in the blink. Yeah. Of the yeah. I know. I, I mean, it, it, like the anecdotal evidence is really strong that it's harder as you get older to lose weight. Cause I'm the same way. Like if I just sort of thought about eating healthy for a few weeks or like cut back a little bit on drinking or whatever, I would lose, you know, five, 10 pounds like that. And now but also I've like gained more weight than I ever had when I was like in my 20s and I also like it really is like physically harder for me to like work out than it was in my 20s yeah but that's I think maybe that's like your body your sort of muscle like your the the natural aging process makes working out just like harder on your muscles so you're not working out as much I have no idea who knows yeah it could also just be like not when you don't do it it gets harder also like in our or in my early 20s at least we had the option of getting uh, ephedrine at the GNC, which was really oh, yeah. the key to, and then they banned it. And now I think since then it's like impossible to lose weight, honestly. I never had that. Oh, really? No, ephedrine, also known as Ma Wong. But I was like really, really skinny in my early 20s too. Yeah. Like I didn't need it. I was like, I mean, I can't believe that I, how thin I used to be, but it doesn't matter if those days are over. And then I just saw a picture of myself when I was 24. And I know I thought that I was like morbidly obese and I was like a literal skeleton. I know. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Cause I, I never in my whole life, I've never thought of myself as skinny, like even at my thinnest, I just, but then yeah, looking at pictures from 21, 22, 23, I'm like a beanpole. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Ah, but now I don't want to be a beanpole. I want to be a fat, jolly, the healthy, happy person who can play yeah, tennis. Welcome to We're both fat and jolly. Yeah. <laughs> We're fat, jolly tennis players who drink metabolism boosting fucking supplements, but don't do anything else. And then eat a day of hot chicken. Yeah. Thank you for coming to our podcast. We hope you enjoy it. It makes sense. Right. Absolute sense. A hundred percent. Yeah. I've been eating a little, well, I'm not really, 
I've been a little bit concerned about just like eating too much sugar and alcohol because I just think those are bad for you. Mm. Like I, I, I'm worried about it. So I've been cutting back on that stuff quite a bit. And also, I mean, not that it matters anymore because the world I think is like officially done for and like, we just have to wait to die. But like just on the off chance, like, you know, just for my own state of mind, like peace of mind, the same reason I didn't go to Las Vegas this weekend, I've been eating a little bit more vegan, which I keep, I've been talking about wanting to do on the show for so long. Like I, I have gone back and forth. It does make me sort of happy. I've got to say this hungry root subscription that is not sponsoring. This has helped me so much. It is. I, I like it. Are, are you getting, or is it just sort of snacks that are coming or is it like, like vegan protein that you can make into like meals too? It's meals and it vegetables meals. too. Oh. It's like you get fresh vegetables, fresh. Um, well, I haven't gotten any fruit, but I think they have that too. And then like, they have like, vegan proteins some of them are ones that like you there was like beyond and light life and stuff and then they also have their own like seasoned tofu mm. blends that are not blends but like they'll be like tofu nuggets with like whatever seasoning and then they're uh, the other thing they have are like sauces which is like the most important thing yeah um that are really good like they have this coconut curry sauce that's great i mean you could find similar things other places but it's just nice to like get it all delivered and curated how much and is a box it's like a hundred dollars for a box but that would be like your entire meal like you could eat that could last you the whole week for like all you eat for and you'd have one person or for two people for one hundred for it last me, probably last me about a week and a half okay the amount of food that i get yeah that's not terrible I mean, it's about what I spend at the grocery store. Um, but you don't spend a hundred for just you would spend a hundred for you and Brian a week at the grocery store, yeah. I don't know, Brian and I. It's like no, I think I spent a hundred dollars just for me. you. Yeah, I think so. Is that crazy? Well, I'm trying to think. I'll spend about that for the two of us, but then also we'll get you know we'll get takeout once or twice a week. So it's not just it's not like our budget is a hundred dollars for the week, but like grocery shopping. Yeah. About a hundred for the two of us. I think. I don't know. I've never really had a good handle on it. And I do always have food like that goes bad. I just sure. really don't know how to take care of myself, <laughs> but Brian and I don't do the same. Like we do our own grocery shopping and eat all our own. Food. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, um, because we just don't eat the same type. Of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of happened that way um but the yeah like so i'm i think i'm gonna go down to getting it every other week because it's just like kind of too much food mm -hmm. i mean i get to everything but by the end of it it's like kind of gotten gross and like there's just you just get so much if you do that yeah yeah and but then you, if you get it every other week and then you can supplement that with trips to uh, a grocery store that seems like a good yeah. yeah and it's like actually like so it's kind of like trader joe's like there's like a lot of like pre-made things that you're supposed to sort of mix together to make like bowls and stuff mm. but then i get all these like fancy vegan like proteins and stuff that i would never go to the store and buy like i got just egg finally to try which is really really tastes like an egg 
And I made a vegan bacon, egg, and cheese bagel yesterday. Mm. That was shockingly good. Not as good as a real one, but. But still, it satisfies a craving. You know, I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah, I, I have been eating pretty close to vegetarian, except now on the days when I play tennis, I'm so starving. So last, that after. Yeah, last week I had Del Taco and then this week I had Cluck and Blaze Nashville chicken. So I need to, mm-hmm. I need to like think of a better post tennis dinner plan than just like bl- blindly driving to the nearest garbage place. But yeah, I mean, if you like it, yeah. Except I, I do feel like pretty shitty this morning after eating it. Cause also like I usually only, I eat dinner pretty early, like around six o'clock and my tennis lesson is six to eight. So I didn't eat dinner till like eight 30. And I think that just sort of like fucks up my oh, sleep yeah. and my digestion. Yeah. I wish I had that yeah. fucking goop digestion powder this morning, but I don't. Missing out. Yeah. Oh yeah. It hasn't come yet. No, I'll, um, hopefully it'll, it'll be here by next week. All right, shall we move on to the old newsletters? Yeah, let's do it. All right, what was your best of the week? So my best of the week, I thought that this was like sort of a light week for me. Sure was. Back on vacation. But I just went ahead and said that my best of the week were twofold, the essentials for the last minute getaway and making the most of a weekend getaway. Um, they were both pretty boring articles about like, bringing you know your general sort of like goop branded products on your getaway i'm not gonna buy any of these for my weekend getaway because it's in two days and they wouldn't get here on time they wouldn't get here for like six to 18 months no that isn't now an old wives tale these things come really quick lander well it just it's it's it used to be like that but they've definitely gotten back they've gotten it together but i still like to joke totally so I'm not going to get any of these, but I just like thinking I opened it up. I saw some stuff about weekend plans. I was like, I'm going on a weekend trip. This is my best. Um, will I bring my microderm exfoliating cream? Of course not. Of course not. Why would I bring this? Maybe I will. Should I? I had not considered bringing like any I, should I bring that? I just- would say bring as much as you can in, especially you're driving. You don't need to go on an airplane. I think being on vacation to me, like the more of my products that I use at home that I will have on the road makes me comfortable. Like the same with like, we have no shame now about always bringing our like Roku on a vacation so we can watch whatever we want to watch. And I feel it's actually helped the quality of life on a trip to, to, to make it, to make you feel as at as much at home as possible. So I say, bring it if you can. I just feel like for a vacation where I'm going to be spending a good amount of time in the sun, am I going to want to exfoliate at night? That's my main concern. Like, am I like, I'm so paranoid about the sun and skin sensitivity i really have been like i mean i barely i i i barely use anything right now on my skin so i'm so paranoid 
Yeah. And I just don't know if it's the time. No. Okay. If you're, if you're going to be in the sun, you're going to be going around to different wine places, then yeah, don't bring, maybe don't bring exfoliating. Don't bring your retinol, just do um, your creams and lotions and tinctures and oils. Yeah. I'm not going to, but is exfoliating, is it even bad for your skin? I don't know. I don't know that about it because I feel like it makes your skin more sensitive and like receptive to. Yeah, I think that could be true. Well, and you're only you're only away for what a few days. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, anyways, like bring this. I'm not probably gonna bring it. Maybe I will. Then it says bring this body oil. I don't have it. I'll bring something else. Sunscreen. I'll bring a hair mask. I could do a hair mask, I guess. Bring self tanner. Okay lip and cheek stain yeah okay that's just like kind of more makeup yeah yeah i mean i'll put a little i'll bring stuff <laughs> i just like thinking about what i'm gonna pack where i'm gonna go i'm so excited for this fucking weekend yeah wh- whatever you think will make you feel comfortable and like will make you uh not feel like you're living out of a suitcase even though you're only going to be there for a few days so yeah good to me that's what i'm gonna do yeah i need to stop feeling like i live out of a suitcase whenever i go anywhere yeah. it makes it more stressful doesn't it i think so and i'm really bad at like i never unpack and like hang up my clothes or whatever when i go away which i i should be better about doing that i bought two new vacation outfits for this trip back when i thought that i was going to las vegas but did I already say about how we didn't go, how we're not going there? We were going to go there, but we didn't. Did I say that on the show? No, I don't think you said that on, on the show. So this trip was initially supposed to be to Las Vegas, but I feel like COVID there is too out of control. And like, I wouldn't have fun if I went. So I just decided to go do this other thing instead, which is like infusing the whole trip with this like chaotic energy. That's like, I'm like frantically trying to find things for us to do. And it's like kind of making it more fun. Sure. It's very like it's like a last minute getaway, even though we like had plans to go away this time anyway. Yeah, you'll um, you'll have a good time, and you don't have to do everything every like all hours of the day. You can take some time to just chill and relax too. I mean, I guess I'm just like I like love planning vacations. Yeah. Like I love planning an itinerary for a trip. It's like my favorite thing. It is fun. Um, but anyway, I ordered these like two outfits from Zara and I paid to get the rush shipping and it's not going to be here until Monday when my trip will be. Oh no. So you can return them then. Yeah. Or maybe I'll just keep them and not wear them, but I'm like so pissed. So I might be going, I might hit up a mall or something, (laughs) but um, I don't know. That really has nothing to do with this article about makeup or skincare products. Uh, yeah, but that's the the downside of I guess planning trips last minute. I usually go. I do a like a target run before I go away because they usually have things that I'll be like, oh, I need that, and then also I'll get a you know new pair of shorts or a new festive shirt or something. It's weird because I just went to the East Coast for like a really long time, like a week and a half by myself, and um, didn't do like one third of the amount of planning that I'm doing for hmm. this like literal two night trip to for two hours away from my house. <laughs> I don't know why. All right. My best 
was the Gerda ask Gerda this week because she really kept it real when it came to talking about this um this poop powder this digestion goop what powder so the quote-unquote question was from josh g i don't think i've ever seen a man ask a question to gerda before so this is quite something wow dear goop i've tried all sorts of products to support my gut and digestion this includes probiotics and prebiotics of course which you hear a lot about why don't we hear much about digestive enzymes which seem like an obvious way to go do digestive enzymes help digestion okay What's the- Gerda's very frank. She says, uh, since digestive enzymes are essential for digestion, you would think that supplements of these enzymes would be an obvious way to support digestion. Unfortunately, this isn't something that there's a lot of research on. Um, however, there are a bunch of supplements on the market. So she says quite a few people feel that they are benefiting from these products. So she's literally saying that about products that goop. Yeah. So then finally, blah, blah, blah. Here's what digestive enzymes do. Um, Then she has a whole thing about really, if people just chewed their food, they wouldn't need need these things in the first place. Is that true? Which is something I really need to hear because like, I do not, I like try so hard to be mindful when I eat and like chew my food, but I just can't seem to be able to do it. But when I drink a smoothie, it's like, Chernobyl happening in my body like I don't understand how that's possible because a smoothie is like pre-chewed and it's fucked up or like if you do a juice cleanse you get fucked up for a day yeah I mean that's true I wonder if it's a different reaction like I think that might be true based on whatever you're drinking but also like I do know that not chewing enough and also eating fast definitely causes digestive issues i think but this is all anecdotal evidence anyway gerda has a whole paragraph where she just berates people for not chewing um so you need to chew uh and then on like the sixth paragraph then she does say oh by the way the product development team at goop has come up with a fantastic new way to supplement with digestive enzymes our gut microbiome super powder so she had to get there eventually i understand you know this is her job i mean i feel like that's why she had to answer this question yeah i'm just i'm sort of like i'm i love that gerda was able to be relatively honest and saying "Mm, there's really no research about this product uh And that Goop published it, even though eventually she does like recommend everyone buy the Goop microbiome super powder. But I don't know. This made me respect Gerda and really actually trust her that she's going to say what, you know, the research demands her to say and not just what Goop wants her to say. No. She's a woman of science, okay? She can't be bought. She can't be sold. And I just, I love that she's like not on social media. Uh, I mean, she, she, she is technically on social media, but like, she doesn't use it for work. So even when like the goop Instagram handle, like, you know, shares a Gerda article, they don't put her, like, I think that she, she probably made it very clear that she doesn't want her private social media out in public. Um, cause like other people, it'll be like, you know, at Jean Godfrey June or at Megan O'Neill or whatever. And Gerda, they never put her Instagram on there. She's she's just not that type she's a serious woman Mm -hmm. she's mysterious enigmatic enigmatic god bless her and she's a deadhead which i think is really cool even though i'm not one 
<laughs> no, but I like the idea of her being yeah. one. All right. What was your worst? Okay, Brian. Sorry, but oh no, this wasn't. Never mind. <laughs> I was getting hurt myself. My worst was the ice cream. There was like mm. a little ice cream mm. thing. I just like in general, I get it. It's cute. It's like your goop. You have to sell products. Why not? It's August. What about like stuff about making ice cream at home and then like recipes for a couple of like healthy ice creams? To me, there's like, I, there's nothing in the world I want to do less than make my own ice cream. I have no, I, I do, I do not understand the appeal by making your own ice cream. I would never do it. Um, I would never want to purchase an ice cream maker. I would never, ever, if I made ice cream, try to make it like a healthy coconut milk ice cream or something like that. Like, these are all things that I do not need in my life. I can get a pint of ice cream for $3 at the supermarket. Why do I need to put any amount of time into creating this fucking thing? It's like ice cream is on every goddamn corner of this goddamn town all across the nation. I think it's the most popular dessert in America. I can get an ice cream cone any time of day. I don't need to make my own ice cream. I hear you and I understand exactly where you're coming from. And I actually agree with you. And yet this is the thing I would try. Is it now? Well, only, okay. And I don't actually think I will try this because unlike you, we do own an ice cream maker because I think we were maybe like gifted it for our wedding. I don't think we bought it, but we do, we are in possession of an ice cream maker and I did use it maybe one to two times years okay. ago. And the, like the churner thing is still in our freezer. Cause it's like, you're supposed to keep it frozen. So that thing's been in our freezer for years. I would like to be the type of person that makes their own ice cream because I realize, especially in the summer months, I spend way too much money on ice cream because unlike you, I'm not usually satisfied with the $3 pint that you get at the bodega or the supermarket. Okay. I unfortunately will go out of my way to go to Wanderlust, which is the little ice cream shop in my neighborhood or Jenny's, which is the Nancy Pelosi child sex trafficking ice cream shop in the neighborhood adjacent to mine. Um, because Wanderlust is really good. And Jenny's is really good too. Yes. Wanderlust and Jenny's are both fantastic. They are very different. Jenny's is like upscale Ben and Jerry's like super sweet, super like fun, crazy flavors. Wanderlust is like, you know, they, their gimmick is it's like flavors of the world. Yeah. It's like inspired by travel, but it's not like these are the types of ice creams that are in other countries or whatever. It's like inspired by the flavors of like France with a lavender flavored ice cream. Yeah. So it's all, it's all very like, you know, there's like herbal flavors and there's a lot less sugar. And like the ones that I have now are um, there's like a Japanese Neapolitan, which is a combo of matcha black sesame and um roasted rice tea and then i have a uh uh thai iced coffee ice cream from them um which has little i don't know if it's like it's like little pieces of mochi in it, it i don't know both of them are really good but they're fucking 11 pints of ice cream and i can't i just i do but i can't like buy them regularly so i that's what thing i would try i would try to make ice cream because i feel like it would save me a lot of money and yet so you don't like like a pint of haagen-dazs ice cream 
I will eat it. I'm not like against it, but I'm not, I'm not excited. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I, the artifice. It's just not the same thing to me. Even yeah. Ben and Jerry's Haagen-Dazs um, Tillamook is okay. They're all fine. They're, I mean, they're all very tasty. Obviously it's ice cream, but it's not, it's not special in the same way that like a really good upscale or like homemade ice cream is. So you only buy ice cream. I don't believe you. You only buy ice cream from Jenny's or Wonderlust. You won't buy like a pint of fucking ice cream. If I'm at the grocery store and I don't have any ice cream, I will sometimes buy. Yes, I buy like when Trader Joe's comes out with a new flavor, I'll try it. If I'm at a regular supermarket, I'll get a pint of Ben and Jerry's, but I'm not happy about it. Like if I'm going out of my way, yes, to buy ice cream, I will go to Wanderlust or Jenny's. Yeah. If you're going out of your way, but like, I feel like I'll go out of my way to get actually, I won't really, I'll go to, sometimes I'll make a special trip and go like if we're in their neighborhood we'll like go to wonderlust for dessert but that's the thing like, i'm always in their neighborhood so it's i'm it's always there and like i'll do errands i that's where i like will go just i have to like go to that strip a lot to like run errands and so i pass by them all the time so i'm like i do i go there way more often than i should yeah we'll go there there's like van Llewellyn or something van Llewellyn. oh yeah van Llewellyn. that's an old brooklyn that's um one that's it's so good <laughs> they have a good pistachio you're annoying <laughs> sorry i don't like family you're as like much as some literally people. the most annoying person ice cream i cannot i've never in my life heard someone be like look i don't think ice cream is great the only ice cream that i'll get is from wonderless and it has to have be lavender flavor with marshmallows in it that's the only kind oh that I, one is okay it's from brooklyn it's old <laughs> I, i'm not saying it's i'm just saying brian it's fucking ice cream. i know and it's it's good either way but i i don't i yeah call me a snob call me a snob <laughs> i have i have no um, uh no defense of that if we were on tiktok i'd be putting a blue cap underneath your comments that's all I'm what saying. does that mean cap it means like you're, <laughs> you're gonna kill me <laughs> no i just think that if you got i think if you go to the grocery store you would get a pint of fucking hot ice cream and you would eat it and you would enjoy it yeah i yeah 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 no i would enjoy it in a you know not like but i understand if you like you really prefer see i actually i guess we're just different because like i like those things once in a while i'm like oh let's go to like the you know the cool new whatever like fucking ice cream place and get like some extravagant flavor but i sort of feel like ice cream was kind of perfected with like chocolate and coffee yeah but like that those basic flavors i i want them on like a piece of pie or like in i don't know or buy a piece of cake i don't know i want something more that may i'm just great like i think i just i have too decadent of taste i've just been spoiled by the late capitalist system and now it's like it's like drugs you just like want more and more and more so i want like weirder flavors like more you know buttercream fat content like higher prices like more and more and more and i'm just not never satisfied like i enjoy it i like it but it's definitely not what i want every single time like i like to go 
like I said, like Van Leeuwen is near me, Jenny's is near me. I mean, I guess all things being equal, I'd rather have like the milkiest chocolate than like a Haagen Dazs chocolate in my freezer. But I'm not gonna like go out of my way to like go there and make a special trip to make sure that that's the ice cream that I have. I well, and I also like go to Baskin Robbins. Like Baskin Robbins is the nearest ice cream to me, and like I'll go. I went and got an ice cream cone there last night. Yeah, no, Baskin Robbins is good. Like it's it's definitely tasty. I I guess I I just if I'm gonna have a pint of ice cream and make it last a week or whatever, I so I'm not gonna eat that much every day, but I want it every day. I will go out of my way and be like, oh, this is the pint of ice cream for the week. But that's just me. Well whatever floats your boat yeah but uh, whatever but i should learn how to make it because expensive you should and if you well it would probably be more expensive to make it at home because like if you're gonna like put all that shit in there like you're gonna end up spending all that money (laughs) yeah if i'm like making a wanderlust flavor it will probably i mean if you're like forcing this shit from like wherever the hell they got it i feel like that's the kind of thing that like it's like it's kind of like a poke bowl or something. It's mm. like some of this stuff, it's like, it's actually cheaper to just go get one, eat it and forget it than it is to like bring it home and like make this thing where I don't, I just feel like all of the combined ingredients, if you go and get them at a store, it's going to be like more expensive yeah. than if you go and get like one individual serving. It's true. Even if you do a simple flavor, like, like a, I don't know, summer peach or something buying however many pounds of peaches you need is going to be more expensive. Yeah, you're right. Dumb idea. No. I'll stick to fucking Bonnie Bell, Safeway Select or whatever. Oh my God, Brian. Get a gallon for $2 and die of Oh, I know. The indignity of having uh, hormone syndrome. (laughs) I know. You buying something from Ralph's? Don't they know who you are? (laughs) Oh, I am so annoying. You're right about that. <laughs> You're not really annoying. <laughs> no, I know. I am. Um, all right. My worst. Okay. This is not worst in the sense of I think that this person is actually doing a good public service and I think she's probably really smart and uh whatever, but it's just like I there's no way that I would ever want to read this book. It's the choked the book called life and breath in the age of air pollution okay and it's like who what is this book for like what like if i'm a scientist or if i'm a politician who actually has say in like shaping public policy yes you should by all means read this book and i'm sure it has great ideas and will make you more knowledgeable and compassionate and understanding of the climate crisis that we face but if you're just a regular person what the fuck is reading this book going to do? It's just going to make you insane. So, yeah, like there's, I'm a, I've always been a big proponent of like not doing anything to like climate change personally, because I don't believe that I am the problem or that like any individual actor can make a difference and that like the, the fault really lies with like companies that are so massive well established and connected that like it would make our head spin to even try to consider what it meant to dismantle that and like they have decided to disregard warnings about what they're doing to the planet um for their own self-interest so long that the world is probably going to be 
uninhabitable at some point in like our children's or grandchildren's lifetime. And the fact that somebody wants to make me feel bad that I tell them to give me a fucking plastic bag at Target over this is mind bogglingly offensive and I will not do it. No, I think that's a completely rational stance to have. Uh, yeah, it's like these, yeah, the companies have outsourced the the shame that they, that should be on them to regular citizens. Because the thing is that they know something we don't, which is that shame isn't real. It completely doesn't matter. It's just a way of controlling other people. And like nobody, it's, shame is just a means of control. It's meaningless. Profound words from Maggie Hewitt. I don't want other people. And if other people look at me sideways because, you know, what? I drive a car. (laughs) (laughs) I get a bag. What am I doing? I use a straw. You fly on private jets every week. You just, your carbon footprint is. I jet set. Yeah. Just because I'm a jet setter. You're going to come for me. I mean, I do. I, I agree with you that like most of the things that an individual citizen can do to cut down on their, you know, carbon consumption or their, you know, car or environmental impact or whatever is just to make them feel better. Um, but I, actually that's not even what this woman is talking about. In the oh, book. okay. <laughs> I mean, I have no idea. I'll just go off on my own. But she, she's talking about like just air pollution and like how to save yourself from it basically. Okay, that's good. Um, and as ta- long as it's in my own self-interest. Yeah, and talking about how like the different types of the different chemicals that are in the air. So there's like PM 2.5, which is the the type of pollution that has the strongest link to the most powerful health effects. Um, and then like ozone, there's volatile organic compounds. So then she there's this whole interview, and I guess someone at Goop read this book. But then finally... <laughs> The like the last question of the interview is: Is there anything we can do to reduce our personal exposure to air pollution? She has two solutions. One of them is don't jog by the freeway. I don't, but I live by the freeway. I live by the freeway, and I walk by the freeway. I don't jog, but like when I take my walks, it's right by that fucking freeway. So I'm. Well, she didn't say don't walk by it. That's true. (laughs) Well, I think. Yeah, I think it's implied. And then the second one is um, don't use your fireplace and don't like make fires with wood. That's really bad. Well, I'm doing it all. Yeah, I don't have a fireplace, so. But that sucks. Fireplaces are so nice. I know. And like that, even though I'm sure it's just as bad for you, like that type of smoke smells so good. Like I love when someone in my like neighborhood is doing a fire because like I can just smell it outside. It smells so like toasty and and comfortable. I love it like on Christmas morning yeah. when they have their fires going. Ooh. But oh, the fires. I mean, I'm just waiting for waiting for a fire season this year. It's it's about ready to happen. Well, it's already happening. My dad, my English dad called me and was like, Are you okay? And I was like, What the fuck are you talking about? He's like, the fires. And I was like, Oh yeah. I didn't oh yeah. That. Up in uh, the Sierras. Yeah, no, it's horrible there. I'm just saying in LA it, it, so far yeah. we've been spared this year, but. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to say anything. I don't want to jinx it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, this was my worst just cause it's like, 
what is, it's just sad that this book is being published. Who, maybe six, seven people are going to read this book. <laughs> Haven't you ever heard that, that like a lot of books that get published, literally they sell like less than a hundred copies. Oh yeah. Like a, if you're a New York times bestseller, you have to, it's just like you sell like 300 copies or something. No one reads, especially like literary fiction. Like you think, Oh, this is on the Goop book club. This is on Reese's whatever book club. This is a huge bestseller. No, it's like literally like a dozen people read it. That's sad. Too bad. I started a book. I started a new book that's on a Goop Book Club. You did? Yeah. It's called Memorial by Brian Washington. Um, oh. And it actually, it might have been his short stories that were technically the the selection from Goop Book Club. But um, I'm reading his novel so far. I just I just started it the other night, so I'm only like 25 pages in. But so far, so good. I'm back to reading fiction, guys. We've been waiting to hear yeah. this. And we're happy to, we're happy. We're glad to have you back. Uh, yeah. Reading my literary fiction, taking just tiny little bites of my $12 ice cream. <laughs> I'm a real, real capitalist you're pig. Man of the city. Yeah. You're an urban millennial. Uh, uh, um, all right. Well, what was your saddest okay. or craziest? My, I don't know if it's my saddest, my craziest. But honestly, like, and I'm sorry to say this, it's the supplements. It's the supplements. I think Goop is saturating the market with their fucking powders and shit. I think they're coming out with too many things. I mean, maybe it is just the maybe it is just like the capitalist machine. Yeah. But it's like, I don't think, why do we need, we had one thing, we had Goop Glow. It was great. Then we got the fish powder. Then we got whatever else. Now we have this other fucking weight loss one. And now there's the shitting one. We have five, yeah, like, five. There's five. Goop Glow. too fucking many. Fish, liver detox is the one. Um, and then, yeah. And then now- metabolism and poop it's like i can't keep up with it it's the same thing with like i think that there's just too much of everything like they're they make too many face products they make too much skincare why are there three lines why is there like goop jeans and goop and goop glow and then g talks like i'm getting i can't take it anymore and i understand that like that's how business just sort of works and that's why i can never do it because i feel like if you have something that's good like I would just stop at a certain point and like the nature of industry is that you just keep on inventing new things to sell to people but it just it makes it all it devalues everything in my opinion when you behave when you do that i agree with you and it's like it i guess it just it depends on what you want your business model to be like goop i don't know if goop is planning to like go public anytime soon but it seems like they're on that trajectory of like they need constant like quarterly growth and like need to like put out new things. Whereas you have a product like, like a Vintner's daughter where it, it, it was for years, it was literally one thing that they sold. And then, you know, a couple of years ago, finally they had that second one, which smelled like vinegar and I don't even want it, but it's like you, the, the biggest like cult products 
are like small and like are only like one thing. But I yeah. think that's not it makes it special. That's not like the way to make a billion dollars, which I think because Gwyneth is so like like startup pilled by all of these like VC, like she's obsessed with like Har- like anyone who went to like Harvard Business School, Gwyneth will like interview you for an hour. She like loves capitalist like monsters. And so she and she just like wants to be one and that's all there is to it. It just bums. I just don't like it. It's like, you know, that thing of like, if you've giving someone a gift, a small gift, that's like not expensive, you might be have the impulse to like, get them a couple of little things and make like a gift basket mm. or something. But really what you should do is just give them the one thing because it makes it special. Mm. Um, and if you put like three cheap things in a bag, people are like, what's a, it's a bunch of crap. But if you give them one little thing, they're like, oh, they gave me this. And then they're like focused on it. And they like, respond to that's really smart that's really true and i feel like everybody should be doing everything that way (laughs) like do do like just only have that's how i feel about google basically like i only need one supplement yeah i mean google was the first out of the gate and it hasn't been the only good one well i mean i guess i only tried i've only tried two but no, because we also tried um, one of our lovely uh, listeners sent us that liver detox one. So we did try that. Oh, right. Um, which was fine. It didn't taste as vile as either the fish or the... Uh, Wait, wasn't that one just sort of flavorless? It was like brown. Yeah, it was like pretty flavorless. And mm-hmm. apparently the poop one is flavorless too. I guess so. It's just easier to mix them all together. Oh, the one giant slide. <laughs> they should I mean why not like they, they should, should make like a paste and you just like put the whole thing because then they would only be selling one product it's because it, they just want to sell more yeah. shit well it's funny um that like soylent stuff that was supposed to be like the next big thing and it sort of never took off I think people like to feel like they're having they're they're fixing one little problem and they're, or they're having like one, like one solution to one thing rather than an all per like, I think an all purpose powder from goop will devalue it for most people. Like even if it was, you know, a gallon size freezer bag of every single powder supplement, you got your Madame Ovary, your high school jeans, your, you know, all your chews, all your powders just in one sludge, which would be great, but I don't think people would want it. Well, no, I mean, it sounds wild. Also, I guess people have like specific requirements, but it's like, these are these things where it's like anything that they're going to come out with, you're going to be like, yeah, I guess I could improve that a little bit in myself. And then you'll buy that. It's like, nobody's perfect. So they're like, this is like, this fixes this little tiny problem. This fixes this little problem. And it's like, who knows if it even does. And is it even that much of a problem? But wouldn't it be great if they did have, they just had two things. It was, one was called inside, goop inside and goop outside. And one, you just slather all over the outside of your body and one you just drink and has all of every goop product in one. Yeah, actually I would kill myself. I have to have like a ritual with outside, goop outside, no. Goop inside, yes, goop outside. I mean, goop outside because some of them are cleansers. Some of the, you know, that would, I guess, and work. Also, I'm like very insane and like mix and match like 
some like I'm, you know, I don't do, I don't like exfoliate on the same day that I use the retinoid. Sure. I don't like use either if I'm going to be in the sun a lot the next day. Like I'm very particular about like what I use when. And if anybody tried to take away my individual form of self expression through skincare, I would melt down, have a meltdown. Because it's the one thing that keeps me hanging on. Sure, as your rituals. No, that's true. I mean, I I think that what is one of the lessons I've learned in the pandemic is like little daily rituals do help you keep you sane. Um, I love a ritual. Oh, here's an idea. What about if they combine the sex toys and goop inside? And so they would make the sex toys that would actually ejaculate all of the goop powders and supplements into you vaginally. <laughs> So, so you, it's like a Pez like, dispenser. You put you put the powder in exactly in the thing, and, and then, then you like inject it into your. It's like goop well, suppository. Come, yeah. Well, it would come back out. Oh, it doesn't just like yeah. I guess not. Well, unless you put it in your ass. Yeah, I guess then you have to do it in your. So they just have a goop enema. So in, maybe they just have to make a line. Like they do the sec, you know, the the construction worker, the tennis pro, blah blah blah. They just do a different line um, for your butt, and then yeah, a suppository. So goop suppository. They will. I swear, they will come out with goop suppositories soon. I'm sure. Yeah, they will. I'm surprised they haven't already. I know because like people have so little shame well. now with their butts. It's everyone is fucking their butt. Everyone is eating their butt. Everyone is doing mm -hmm. all this stuff to their butt. So I think people are ready for um, just doing suppositories out in the open. Like breastfeeding <laughs> out in the open was controversial a few years ago. I think in a few years, everyone's just going to be putting enemas up their butts out in public. Well, yeah, <laughs> they're going to be like enema bars. Enema bars. And then if someone is like, oh, disgusting, then you can scream at them and be, tell them that you're not body positive. And they won't be. Nope. You're shaming me <laughs> for sticking a scoop suppository in my ass. That doesn't exist. Right. Oh, Goop, why don't you hire us? We have such good ideas. I have the best ideas for this brand and they just continue to ignore us. It really hurts my feelings. All right. Oh, my. Okay. So this is just sad for me. No one else. I have you gone on goop TikTok and you've seen now the, um, the goop social media interns are like trying to build their own brand. Okay. What's their brand? So they're just like two pouty brunettes, um, who do TikTok. They do a TikTok video about like how hard it is to be the goop social media person. And so they did a TikTok. um, with this like tool, it's called like freeze freeze frame slow zoom. So it has this sort of like trap beat underneath and they'll say something like, um, they'll be like smiling and talking and it'll say like goop social media isn't stressful at all. And this is like text on the screen and then it'll freeze and it'll go in slow motion. And the the girl will have like a surprise look on her face. And oh then, wait, this is a common like TikTok. Yeah, it's like, a, I think it's- um, Motif exactly. or like a- uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a, me, a, a meme? Is that a, what, a format? It's like a format. Yeah. So, so then she's like, try community managing during a vagina candle launch. And she has like a, you know, a confused look on her face. So anyway, I was like, oh, this is cute. And so then I like tried to do one 
I would never post it, but I was like, it's so complicated to make a TikTok video. I'm just old, I guess. I was like, what button do I press? How do I like record it? When do I stop? It was just like too much for me. And I, then I thought, okay, I'm just, the world has passed me by. Yeah. TikTok, if you want to know exactly where you are, exactly where you are in life, go on TikTok for hours and hours on end until your phone dies like I do. <laughs> and then you'll know because these people are 16, 17, 18, maybe up to 25. They are, they look like adults. They're adults and they have opinions and they know how to do things. And they think that we are really, really old, mm -hmm. really stupid, really out of touch. And I saw this one that was like, don't give up on your dreams just because you haven't achieved them yet. Anna Wintour didn't become the editor-in-chief of Vogue until she was 39. <laughs> and I basically just, it's like there's this feeling in my chest when I'm watching these things. It's so sick, but it's like, I have to keep going for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I see. It's funny. Like John is like that. He was obsessed with watching TikTok videos. He actually had to like delete TikTok off of his phone because he was watching it too much. It's like really addictive. I don't understand what it's just because it never, it for me, never it's stopped. not a day. I don't know. It like, I, I literally check TikTok once a week to look at the goop videos. And then I do not open the app for the rest of the week. And I have no, I and think, Twitter like, is the one that I get addicted to, but TikTok, I don't know if it's something about the, the constant music and the faces and the, I just don't, it just is repellent to me. Brian at one point was like, I can't hear that song coming off your phone anymore. I can't hear it. You need to go away from me. Like this, it's going to make me insane. Like he, he never, ever, ever tells me I'm doing anything wrong, challenges me in any way. Like he's. <laughs> he never ever like he never asks me to do anything like he's just like whatever you want like he's very supportive he's very like i don't know this is how it is it's like the only time he's ever been like i can't deal with this what song was it it could have been any i mean i don't know because like there are these songs that just play over and over yeah. again and and it's like everyone does a video with the same song yeah, like the thing that you were just describing yeah. it's like if you scroll on tiktok you would probably see like five of those yeah. And it'd just be like people with their little, you know, identity, whatever it is. Um, but, and it gets to know you. It's terrifying. Like it gets so targeted. Mm. Like it starts to know things about you that like it shouldn't know. And it's all based on like what you interact with or like how long you stay on a video or like if you watch the whole thing, like it just starts to like, pick things apart about your who you are it's so scary yeah it'll know things about like your inner thoughts like private things i've never told anybody i'll get like tiktok videos that are like you feel this way i won't even say i'm on the show i'm like this is crazy wow. it's disturbing and i I like, I, yeah, I like media where you don't interact with it i like to be a passive observer that's why i like to watch movies uh, I don't even understand like theme park, like the new things at Disneyland are like interactive. I don't like that. I like to just sit back, relax. Well, they don't know me. I don't know them. I think that's sort of the appeal of TikTok for 
because it it feels very anonymous because it's like just like randomly generated video like content for you yeah. like you're not following people yeah, like yeah, i yeah. follow people on it but it's like there's like a for you page that's just like random but the way you're interacting with it is like an algorithm that's monitoring your movements on the app like with your finger it's not like it's not like if you like like it or comment or something like that it's just like literally watching it or like hovering your finger somewhere is information for the app creepy it's so fucked up and i, I give them so much information about me i don't understand why people say tiktok is like so positive like positive people are like oh it's so much such a you know respite from the negativity of twitter and instagram because all i see on tiktok are young people like screaming at me it's all it's the least positive thing in the world it's instagram on steroids like half of it is it's honestly it's like if you got the wildest stuff from youtube and just like distilled it because half of it is like 15 year old kids who say that they have like multiple personalities and like they're like we're a system and like they have like stories about their personalities like dating each other and then they'll be like oh they're like zone out and they'll be like oh like i'm this other person now like that's one of them but they have like did and it's like very serious and like if you're not if you don't take it seriously like you are fucked and like also now there are some of them just think that they can like literally like go into another reality they'll be like oh like i was in hogwarts like hanging out with the guy from harry potter and like he's my boyfriend and like we made out and like they'll like tell their stories about like they think that it's they're kind of just like playing i think a lot of it on tiktok also is like old people like us will be like what's wrong with these fucking kids but like it's not really i shouldn't probably be watching it and as much as i'm like wow kids are really weird now also they're i think they're young enough that there's like an element of like play like they're still sort of playing mm -hmm. because some of them are like teenagers yeah you know? and i ha i have no i mean i'm sure there's a lot of really like really smart lovely teenagers i just have no interest in interacting with them it's just not for <sighs> me well, you shouldn't interact with teenagers. It's fucked up. Like, why am I watching this? I don't know. Why do I watch it? And I'm like, what is, who are these kids? Like, it just pops up. You get to learn about it. And you're like, stuff is wild yeah. out there. It's too much. It's too you're much. Like, is this the face of the future? If so, I don't I want any part paranoid. of it. Yeah, I get paranoid because I think that's what the future is going to be like. But then I have to remember that like when we were teenagers, we were also crazy and stupid and like the we, that's not what the future i mean i guess we did create a crazy and stupid future yeah but not not the way that we were right and every generation i mean you, you sort of end up retreating from the world which is sort of you know the cycle of civilization like i remember my grandmother would never buy a vcr and she just refused to and didn't see the point of it and we were like or an answering machine and we were like what this is why not but now I completely understand that impulse of just, I'm not, I refuse. I'm going to draw a line in the sand and refuse to participate from here on out. I always think I'm drawing that line and then I got sucked back in. Um, but it is, I do think that the thing about it, about TikTok is that like, it's not people that I know or like know who they are. Yeah, that would are, be like thought leaders. If I saw someone that I knew on TikTok, I would be so embarrassed for them that I would be like, you actually made a TikTok video. Like, that's like embarrassing. 
I think I remember the song was there's this one that's like a Q&A song that's really annoying and it got stuck in my head just now. Like it really, it's maddening. Yeah. It's maddening. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm sort of glad I, I don't have the impulse to get addicted to it because I see how it um, destroys lives. <laughs> yeah, I'm broken. And your husband understands. Yeah, things. well, he I'm, I'm sure he'll put it back on his phone at some point. He, he was mostly obsessed with there are these like Southern gay guys that, drive around to, to, to like eat food and order a fast food yeah so that was I'm obsessed with that yeah. <laughs> so, it's so there's something about it that's like so soothing to me and I don't understand but like there's a very I, I don't know there like I love there's a what is it about like gay guys in the south or like in the suburbs who just like want to go to like chain restaurants <laughs> that is like my like I love that I like got that a is 10 piece McNugget yeah, that's all they do. A Big so, Mac with cheese and a Diet Dr. Pepper. Yeah, and they'll be like, to wash it down. To wash it, like, yeah. one does, it is pretty like, funny, but it's like, I can take, you know, two minutes of that and then I'm done. Like, I don't, you know. I love them. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway. Well, you and John are their biggest fans. Yeah, we'll have to have a big conversation about, um, I think the guy's name is... I don't know. His name is Dakota. Like that's the guy who's saying it is. Oh yeah. It is funny. Cause they, they like, they're just like eye fucking the camera the whole time. And they must know like how stupid they like, they're self-aware to some extent. I imagine. Dakota and Jackson and their little friends. Anyway. All right. That's uh, quite a tangent we've been on. Yeah. So embarrassing. All right. What would you try? Wait, did you already say, I forget. No, I didn't already say, but I think, I mean, even though I was just like talking all this shit, I will try the metabolism boosting super powder. I just like, haven't had a chance to yet because I just like, I bought all this other goop stuff and then I'm like, you know, you just sort of forget, but I want to try it. Yeah. And I, I'm going to try, like, I'll try doing it for like a few days. Like, yeah. I'll try yeah I mean, feel free. Time. If you don't want to buy a whole one, uh, come over and take a few of mine. Cause I don't know that I can get through 15 of them. It's like truly vile. Are they that bad? They're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. But I, I do want to see, I want to, you know. You're not going to see results. Metabolism. You're not going to see results, Aggie. Well, what if it's psychosomatic, Frank? <laughs> Maybe. See. I mean, that's how acupuncture works. For sure. Um, uh, no, try. I'd, I'd be curious. I'll be curious to hear your tasting notes. Um, Cause it's, it's, it, it's worse than I expected, honestly. Cause it, it was like, Oh, it's chocolate. Like they, it can't taste that bad. Like they have to sort of mask the flavor and they, it's, it's, it's just, it's horrifying. It also seems counterintuitive to have like a metabolism boosting super powder. And like, I'm so sorry, but then like to mix it with like peanut butter or something like to have to mix it with all this, like, well, stuff. peanut butter to their, uh, to their defense, peanut butter was my idea. They said the oh. fat that they wanted me to put in the smoothie was a quarter of an avocado. Oh, right. And I had a half an avocado in my fridge, but it had turned brown. So I was like, I don't even want to use this. Uh, this sounds really hard. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So, you know, the thing I would try was the ice cream, which I'm not actually going to try. So, and Look, Brian, I do think you should try it. Okay. No, I've I'm tried sorry. making ice cream. You're, it's it's a I pain in the ass heated about the ice cream but i do think that a big fun ice cream is fun. like it is it's fun once you're done with it and it tastes good but you're right it's so expensive it takes because the recipes are always like mix all your ingredients and then you know 
put it in the freezer for 12 hours. So it's like, you, there's not even any um, like instant gratification if you're making your own ice cream. It's like completely pointless. I just like, yeah. I mean, to me, in my mind, the reason people are doing it is because they want to eat like a, like a healthier, like vegan ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. That ve- that mo- I guess you're right. Most of the like commercial vegan ice cream is not super healthy. There's lots of like stabilizers and I mean, you know, co- like things are made out of coconut. Sorry. That's not any healthier than heavy cream. Yeah. Didn't we blow the yeah. lid off that one years ago? Um, Trader Joe's has that strawberry one that's made out of oat milk, which it's gross. I mean, most of, I don't know. There, there's a, this, I mean, I actually, Tofuti is still, I think, the king of non-dairy ice cream. I love a Tofuti. I mean, honestly, tofu is just like, tofu can really do the job yeah. in terms of like dairy replacement. It, I mean, and it's it's historic at this point. In that um, Elizabeth Taylor book from the 80s that I read, she talked up uh, Tofuti. Tofuti cuties? Yeah. Well, I don't know that they had cuties back then. But she would say, she was like, oh, there's this new thing on the market. It's like frozen desserts made out of tofu. That's totally not what Elizabeth Taylor sounds like. But she was like, just like so shocked that it like tasted as good as it did. They're so good. I always thought that those were like Orthodox Jewish food. I think they are kosher for sure. Because it's, they can't have ice cream after dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway. Uh, Oh, same with Ben and Jerry. Well, I, I don't know. Ben and Jerry's is kosher. Um, I guess, but it's like kosher dairy. Kosher, yeah. Like the point is that they can eat it like out because after you eat meat, you have to wait half an hour to have dairy or like an hour. Oh, I didn't know that. Kosher. So that's why they have co- tofu ice cream for like dessert if they have like a meat dinner. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, it's the coolest. Cool, <laughs> so cool. Uh, there's a Ben and Jerry's competition reality show now on the Food Network that we're watching. Really, it's, Ben and Jerry's is one that's like a little bit. It's a bit much for me. Yeah, I li- um, like. I'll. I like it every once in a while. And I, I mean, to be honest, Jenny's is just like an upscale Ben and Jerry's. Like they do all the chunks and the swirls and all that stuff. I mean, it's just so whimsical. It's like I feel like it's too whimsical. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I like it. All right, what would you buy? Definitely the Goop Glow lotion. I feel like, and I, Brian, I don't know why. I guess it's just marketing. I'm like, this is the look, because of course the only face lotion that I've been using is Drag Me, the CeraVe, because I've been using that shit all summer. And like, I sometimes mix things into it. I sometimes don't, but I kind of want like a nice face lotion that goes with my, goes with the like exfoliator. I don't know. Is it just marketing? I don't know. It might be my, my face is so naturally oily that I don't even put lotion on in the morning. Cause it just, I just do sunscreen. Um, my face would die. I, if I put, especially in this weather, if I'm putting any like creamy thing on in the morning, it's just going to sweat off and like, be disgusting so but i'm happy for you thanks <laughs> um i would like 
maybe some more just like a, like a vitamin C, like, well, goop has that vitamin C serum thing that would work on my skin. Perhaps. I don't know. I already, I have vitamin C serum from like other brands. I also like, uh, I don't know. There's just so much shit. Why? Yeah. Um, and my buy is just that microbiome super powder, which I did buy. Um, and now my, um, Oh no, sorry. The microbiome super powder. I have not, I have bought it, but I have not received it yet. The metabolism boosting powder I have received. So right. next week, hopefully I'll give you guys a full poop report. I literally, I'm genuinely very excited to hear about this because <laughs> this is like the one that like you will know for sure. Yeah. It's, it's only, yeah. It'll it either works or it doesn't. Yeah. Um, I don't honestly feel like I have major problems with poop. Like I feel fine. Yeah. I mean, I'm usually, I mean, maybe TMI, but like, as long as I have my mag magnesium supplement at night, I'm like good to go in the morning. So I wonder if I should actually stop the magnesium supplement so I can do more of a control group when I have this microbiome super powder or keep going with what I'm going and then add this in. I don't know. I just have to keep the dairy to a minimum. I wonder if that would, if I drank that, would I be able to like have as much dairy as I wanted? Mm, I don't, it's not like lactate or anything, I, but if you want as much dairy as you want, there's definitely things on the market for that. Uh, isn't there? I'm sure there are. There's like something, I, just like, yeah. I don't know. I'm sure. But I feel like I'm so, uh, to me, I'm like, if my body can only handle X amount of dairy, then like that's the amount I'm yeah. supposed to have. And it is not, it's not like an all or nothing thing. I, I'm able to tolerate a little, like if I have a little bit of cheese uh, or some ice cream, yo yogurt, I eat a lot of, I'm fine. It's, um, it's when I get into like four slices of pizza or an entire plate of nachos territory where then I notice something's off. Yeah. Uh, for me, the big no-gos are like a milkshake. Oh yeah. Never. No, no, no. Um, Frappuccino. I Frappuccino. will have a terrible accident if I have a Frappuccino. I'll shit my pants yeah. for sure. Or like a, a really good grilled cheese from like a diner with like four kinds of cheese so on good. it. They're delish. No. Mm -hmm. That's it. Yeah. Um. Great. Well, now you know my hard nose. Yeah, I mean, there's no harder no than a frappuccino for me. No, for me, a grilled because I think it's like it's the dairy and the caffeine and whatever like stabilizers they have. There's nothing like it. But if I was like constipated, it would be an instant relief. That's a good idea. Yeah. Next time you're super constipated, go to Starbucks. Wow. This is like the phantom thread too. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, we probably should end the pod. Yeah. All right. This has been going on for long Maybe enough. Forever. Okay. Who knows? <laughs> Wait, why? No, okay. Um, okay. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, we need to do a bonus up. We need to figure that oh, out. Shit. We are late on that. Yeah. Um, we'll do some brainstorming. Yeah, we'll pray on it. Um, okay, we love you. Did you say we'll pray on it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we'll pray on it. Talk to Jesus. Okay, <laughs> love you guys.
Bye. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.